and welcome to Women's Wisdom Wednesdays, where we come together every Wednesday to empower women, foster connections, and thrive on our journey of surviving womanhood. For all of you out there watching, we would like to ask you to put any comments or questions in the comment section below. And if you want to know more about surviving womanhood, you can go to www.survivingwomanhood.org. And we would love for you to, to take a look at our website. So I want to let you know I'm Casey Conrad, whole life coach and well-being specialist, and my co-host. Hi, I'm Bianca, and I'm a, also a coach and mentor here with Casey at Surviving Womanhood. Thank you, Bianca. So what we want to do today is introduce the topic of divorce after 40 and navigating life as a single mother and a business owner. We want to ask all of you again, if you have any experience in this um, realm, please leave us a comment, share your story with us because we would all like to hear. It's very good for us to share. So now we want to introduce our beautiful guest today. It's Najwa Albrecki. Najwa is a life coach, a trainer, and a public speaker, and a dear, dear friend of mine. We've known each other for several years now, worked together, and it has been my honor and pleasure to watch Najwa blossom in this new journey that she's taken. Her focus in her coaching life is on empowering independent, divorced, working moms to help them reach a balance, a fulfilling life. So she's going to share her story of overcoming the challenges of divorce after 40 and how she's made her way as a single mom and a business owner. So, dear Najwa, is there anything else you'd like us to know about you? No, I think that's it. It's only that I've been in the coaching business for now, since 2019. I stopped counting the years. Uh, since actually the day, the, the time we met, Casey, and started having the business together, alhamdulillah. Uh, and it was the same time that I got the divorce. It was the same time I left my work. So it was, and it was the same time I turned 40. <laughs> it was a combination of all these things coming up together. It's, it's been a fantastic journey, alhamdulillah, so far. Uh, wonderful. So now, can you share some of the challenges you've encountered during your transition? to after going through a divorce and how you managed to create a successful coaching business at the same time? The challenges, uh, and still is a challenge, is to uh, not to be caught up in business and forget about the kids uh, or myself. Uh, this is a main challenge, having this balance and being aware when this balance becomes off is, uh, is hard work. So I, w I would always be watching myself. Did I give too much business uh, or did I make less? And I turned to um, uh, realize that when I set my goals, it's all business goals. 
So now I would have to go again, being aware of, I need to set, I have to set biz, um, family and self goals as well. So my life is not only business, but because I want this business to thrive. So subhanAllah, all the focus is there. This is one challenge. The other one is, um, I'm not saying that I would have to take the role of the father, but how do I maintain being um, a comforting mother and at the same time assertive and direct and keeping order? I have one 14-year-old boy who is a teenager and I need to maintain, like give him space at the same time, have order and have control over uh, what's, what's right and what's wrong what is uh, acceptable in the family and what's not. And this needs me to um, wear the hat, I wouldn't say of a father, but of a more assertive of a mother, like direct mother. Right. And right. Talent. Because I'm a very well, uh, loving, hugging kind of person. So for me to wear that hat is challenging for me uh, to maintain it. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Uh, otherwise, um, living in this country, alhamdulillah, in the United Arab Emirates, we I would say, I would talk about myself and the ladies around me, the divorced mothers. Uh, we don't struggle a lot in terms of the challenges. Maybe the challenges will be uh, custody, maybe uh, the financial support after the divorce. Um, but all this is protected by law. So uh, there is not much of a challenge. If everything is clear by court, خلاص, it's done. Mm. So uh, we don't struggle a lot. Some of that in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, maybe you are not. <laughs> They do, they do sometimes struggle if the, the guy cannot keep up with the requirements, but they know they will get it. Uh, the, the challenge will be only to have that, uh, to agree on these uh, commitments. This will be the challenge. But Sweden, after it's set, it's all clear. And this is what happened with me. We had it set, ready, khalas, signed up. And we are now, comes and since again, 2019. So that's like four or five years now. Uh, yeah, system is there, it's there. So there's not much of a challenge. Only maintaining the balance and uh, keeping the house in order. <laughs> and it's just challenge sometimes enough, surely. Yes, yes. More than enough. I can relate. I don't even have any kids at home and I'm all, I already struggle with that. <laughs> Do you find now in your this new role that you've taken on with the family, and you're obviously you're going through those different challenges together. Um, so it, within your community, are you finding a lot of support? How are you finding fulfillment and where are you getting your strength from to, to navigate all of those challenges that you've experienced through this period uh, last night? Ama it's amazing how uh, what I thought about divorce was, my idea about divorce and how the, the community would take it and how the, the, diff the extreme opposite of what I'm living. Um, so I, I expected that I will be blamed, I will be uh, like forced or um, being convinced or persuaded into going back uh, because we have to have this frame of a picture, fa picture perfect family, you know, the father, mother and the kids. But then when I got the divorce, uh, it was amazing support from my family, first of all, father, mother and sisters. And then whenever I say that I got a divorce, they were, they would never, not one single person blamed, not one single person. Oh, what did you do wrong? Like they all were okay with that. Okay. This is your decision. And I'm sure enough to live with this decision. 
So there was not much of a challenge, not much of resistance, not much of um, um, like a taboo because I'm divorced. No, it was, it was like it's normal. Yeah, it's part of life. Some people continue with the marriage. Some people separate. And that's fantastic. Yeah, this amazed me in the beginning. Yeah. That must have been such a relief for you. Oh, yes. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. That's why I'm still in Syria. I'm, I'm still seeing it. I can say, like, I even, you know, I, when I got divorced such a long time ago, but I had a lot of challenges, a lot of challenges with the family thing, right? Like, what did you, what did you do? wrong what didn't you do enough of those sorts of things so i actually i am very happy for you that you found all of that support so bless you good for you and and that's the main that's one of the main uh factors of a divorced woman keeping a healthy lifestyle after that when we have good support system around us supporting family supporting friends that helps a lot in the journey because we don't feel alone. We feel supported. Even if I would fall, I would have someone to pick me up. So yes, that's that helps. It helps in the journey. Alhamdulillah, blessed. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, good for you, but actually, also good for them. You good for them to care enough about you and to be there for for you in in all of the ways that you described. So. Um, that is something that a lot of women don't have. You know, they, they don't have that kind of support. So it's really good to hear that that was there for you. Alhamdulillah. And if you had some advice for women who are contemplating making the same similar sorts of choices, what advice would you have for somebody who's going to go through that kind of that scenario or those challenges? So if, if a woman was still thinking of of getting a divorce, I would tell her to take her time, think the decision over and over again, uh, consult as many uh, specialized people as possible, not her friends who would be biased, uh, definitely. Um, take courses that will maybe uh, make her aware of some blind spots that she might not have noticed before in the marriage. Try to go to um, couples therapy or marriage therapy so let, uh, in short, do the homework so you know this, the lady who is deciding that when she does when she does all the homework, she would know if yes, I can continue. There is hope, or no, my decision to get a divorce is the right decision. That's before even taking the decision. She just, she needs to do all that work before deciding. Mm. After that, what I would what I would advise is to do her best not to get stuck. Um, in the blame, in the anger, in uh, the resistance, in the wanting to get revenge from uh, the ex, in the, to help herself, to pick herself up from this low energy, whether it was uh, by going, if possible, to go to, to go out of the house, first of all, to the gym, training centers, um, walking. I don't know if they have any walking places where they can do just exercise, to meet different people because she wants now a different life. And if she surrounds herself with um, highly spirited people, people who want to achieve, 
uh, especially ladies who are successful and who are driven and willing to help, willing to support, stick to that group because these, these, this group, the new group will help this lady move on. It's, it's always about the support. It's always about picking herself up, not letting herself sink in that low emotion because she can be stuck there for quite a long time. To be honest, and I regret it. Yeah. Yeah. So important. It's like community is so important. Yes. So I was looking at our community. I was just checking to see if there's any, any questions. But there. Oh, yes. Let's check with our audience. <laughs> We've just got one person viewing at the moment, which is Joanna. So I want to say hello to hello, Joanna. And thank you for coming again yeah. this week. It's yeah. lovely to see you back. Exactly. So Najwa, I would like to follow up with this question. Liz, <clears throat> how, how can you advise, if you're coaching women, how do you coach them to effectively plan and prepare for the transition? to ensure that it's smooth and fulfilling for them as much as it has been for you because you are such an inspiration, which is one of the main reasons I wanted to have you here because you are such an inspiration to so many women. I wanted to share that with the rest of the world. So how can you help them or, or coach them to prepare for this new journey? Uh, we all, I always focus on what are the values, the core values that this lady wants to have in her new life, because she will always come with, with the problem of now. And I ask her, what do you want the solution to be in the future? What is the end result? What do you, what do you see yourself being after we finish? So she would give me, um, a picture of what she imagines, uh, herself to be. And then we work on um, her values. How does she want them to be implemented in her life? Uh, there'll be some processing of emotion, whether it was through NLP, through uh, uh, hypnotherapy. There has to be sometimes where she will cry. She will just, she needs to vent, release these emotions uh, and work on small, like what I call quick wins. So when she sees herself progressing with, with small quick wins, she will, she would understand that it's a process and she will reach soon that goal. So this is what I work on. Her values, believing in herself, digging, digging, uh, and looking for her, uh, the power within, uh, doing my best to show her in front of her eyes that she is powerful enough to do what she wants to do. Focus on these small quick wins. And when, when she sees this quick wins, she, like she sees the evidence that she can do it. So she helps herself then moving on again. So with the coaching, we again move on. This is how I do it. It's, it's not magic. It's just what I did to myself, I do to the other ladies. I knew my values. I knew what I wanted to do. I took baby steps, although I didn't know by the time that there were, there were baby steps. But the small successes made me believe that I can do it. And this is the same what I'm doing with the ladies. I just want to add in there, it is a little bit of magic. Yes, <laughs> yes I agree. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of magic, yes. <laughs> so, so if you had if you had to go through this experience again and with hindsight, is there anything you'd do differently? Is that it 
is there something you would would have changed? Maybe I would have taken the decision four years earlier. Really? Mm. Yes. Uh, but I think these four, the four years extended uh, uh, relationship it taught me a lot. Uh, but I, I wouldn't want to go through the experience again. I would have loved to have a beautiful marriage with uh, a good husband and uh, my kids. But if I would do it all over again, I think I'll just, um, yeah, if I have the same awareness now, I would yeah. do it differently. I will choose the quicker way because I know what I'm supposed to do. Because in my journey, I was trying here, there. I was trying everywhere to fix whatever is happening, to pick myself up. But if I have the awareness of today, four years ago, it would have been easier. You got yeah. my point, sir? Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I would have had um, uh, more focused coaching on that topic itself. Uh, more focused topping, uh, uh, focus coaching on relationship with the kids early on and uh, how to handle my emotional instabilities, at the, especially at the beginning, like beginning of the divorce. Uh, other than that, I love the journey. I like it. Alhamdulillah, I met a lot of people. I met Casey there in the journey. Uh, so uh, I love, I like the journey. I love it because now I can give back knowing all the struggle, knowing the ups and downs, knowing what, what worked, what didn't work. And I can serve my clients in a like, much, much better way. Alhamdulillah. Uh, wonderful. So I want to see if I can summarize the key takeaways from all of this amazing information that you have shared with us. So what I've heard you say is that Part of your your journey and, and the transition, the challenges there were creating that work-life balance, right? Finding, finding a balance in the priority, being able to create this um, wonderful business that you've created. At the same time, you found time to spend with your children and to be a good mom. Yes. Yeah, to, to kind of balance those two. And, and that was a bit of a challenge, but you figured it out, right? I'm, I'm, still, it out. I'm still figuring out. <laughs> yes. And then also, also the challenge of taking on the role of being the um, disciplinary parent yeah. when, when that wasn't, that didn't come naturally to you. So to be able to take that step and make that transition from the nurturing, cuddling up mom to now the assertive, you know, disciplinary mom, um, also a challenge, right? And and something, but very necessary. This is a very necessary thing. And we, we do see this, right? I'm sure you see this with your clients all the time where that, you know, moms and dads, they struggle with that because especially when it's in the, the divorce scenario, because we want to keep that friendship with our kids, right? We, we're feeling guilty about the split. So we, we work a little harder at maintaining that kind of friendship thing with the kids, right? Well, I would, I would correct something here. I never felt guilty for the divorce. Uh, uh. 
to me, after four years of studying the situation, when I decided, when I decided for the divorce, because I, I am the one, I was the one who asked for it. Uh, I knew it was for the best of me and the kids. So there was no regrets at all. There was ah, no whatsoever. This was the right decision for me and for them. So that's perfect. What, yeah, what that's I keep need is that I want I want to be disciplined and disciplining the, the kids at the same time, keeping that good relationship because I always dream that they would grow and still trust me with their secrets, still come and open up to me without fear of judgment or fear of uh, being scolded or uh, judged. I want this relationship to be. So this is the balance I'm looking for, being disciplinary and being still that open-hearted mom where they feel safe to open up. That's great. But I have clients that I, I would imagine you have clients as well, women who struggle with that feeling of guilt. Yeah. 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 And and that that is one of the hardest things to overcome, I I think, in in clients that I have seen. And even from in my situation, but I was it was so long ago, it was like forty some years ago for me. Um, but, but then I, you know, I did feel some of that guilt and it took me a while to overcome that, to go, hold on a minute. This was same like you in my best interest and the best interest of my children at the time. So, so again, I so admire you for being able to just skate right past that piece because that, that's amazing. So then Let's see, what is the last piece? What, again, let's go through out in your words, what can you say? How could you guide someone who is in the middle of this situation, um, contemplating divorce, you know, knowing that their marriage is over, but not quite being able to let go? How would you guide them? I don't like, to, uh, personally, I prefer not to talk about person who is still thinking of divorce because there's always a hope of going back. There's always that hope that people, ladies especially, would cling on to stay in the marriage. But if it's if the lady feels that it's coming, some we know we understand that the relationship is being broken. It's fading. That time will come. If that's happening, do your research. Do the homework. Study. Take courses go to therapy, read books, consult professionals before taking a decision. If you're a lady who is already divorced and now facing the transition of living your, uh, like I would say, an individual life, whether you, have, whether you have kids or not, it will take you some time. And when I say you, I mean whoever is watching, it will take you some time to pass through some uh, emotional stages and st emotional instability and that's okay because that's normal this is what happens to us to every human being when we go through a change especially a big change and in this case it's a divorce so if you're going through that just feel empathetic for yourself you're not the only one and you will pass this one as there's a saying said this one shall pass it will pass Definitely. You will move from point A to point Z. It will take you some time. There will be ups and downs. All what you need is be, be patient, have some surrounding friends, 
um, if you have the means, go to specialists to help you pick yourself up and um, deal with the emotional instabilities. Um, take care of your body, whether it was health, diet, vitamins, uh, breathing, yoga, whatever. Your body would need that care. Sleep, please. Have enough sleep. And uh, just be hopeful that this journey will finish and you will reach to the goal that you want, inshallah. Sooner or later, you will reach to that goal. That's all. Lovely. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Bianca, do you have any other questions? Um, no. That's so many amazing points. Uh, yes. Very enlightening. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us here and being such a wonderful guest and talking about a topic that's not always easy for people to hear, but is very necessary because, again, in this day and age, right, divorce is just a part of our everyday life for a lot of people. And hearing you talk about it in such a wonderful, loving, and compassionate way, I know is going to reach people and it's going to help them. So if somebody wants to reach out to you for your coaching expertise, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on uh, Instagram. Uh, the account name is being.withnajwa. I always have, I always like to have my name somewhere. So it has to be with <laughs> It's being dot with Najwa. The, the word being because I I focus on the who and not the what. I focus on the being of the lady, not what she does. So when she knows who she is from inside, she would achieve what she wants in the outside. That's why I maintain the word being. So it's being dot with Najwa. That's on Instagram. And that's the the best place where people can see my work see uh, my posts what i do and the the target uh, clients that i'm uh, aiming for inshallah instagram linkedin i have i would prefer to be contacted through um instagram okay so we are going to put your instagram handle into the comments section when the when we're finished so people will be able to easily find you and then we'll also share it in our Instagram, the Surviving Womanhood Instagram and Facebook page. So we'll have it posted. So um, ladies, if you're watching out there and you want to contact Najwa, Najwa it will be at being.withnajwa on Instagram. And you'll be able to find that in our our Instagram paste, uh, paste post. And also in our Facebook post. So we want to thank you again, Najwa. This has been wonderful. We loved having you here. Yeah, plenty of going to have you. you come back sometime. And also for all of you viewers out there, we want you to keep track of us at our Surviving Womanhood Facebook page, our website, which is survivingwomanhood.com. And we want to invite you to join us every Wednesday right here for Women's Wisdom Wednesdays, where next week, June 28th, our guest is going to be Sarah Gordon, owner of Holistic Gypsies in Mount Pleasant, Iowa, where she's going to speak to us about the challenges of overcoming drug addiction 
and how she's emerged through that stronger as a mom and a business owner. And you'll be able to find us at 12 p.m. Central Time, U.S., 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. in the U.K., and 9 p.m. in the U.A.E. So we look very much forward to seeing you next week. And remember, together we can navigate the challenges, celebrate our successes, and thrive as women on our journey to surviving womanhood. Thank you again, Najwa, so much. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Bianca. Thank you.